0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and Randy and I had a great opportunity to see our new Raiders team up close and personal at the Raiders' mandatory minicamp. We're going to hit on that and more here on show 376. Again, in today's show, one more newsworthy note Jamarcus Russell is still not playing football, <laughs> and he's still never going to. Okay, let's move on. All right, Raider Nation on today's show is going to be completely about the mandatory minicamp. I'm going to tell you what I saw, what I witnessed. And some concerns and some bright spots. We just got a lot of work to do, I'll tell you right now. That and the bone line should wrap it up. It's the summertime, folks. We got other things going on. Training camp is just around the damn corner, though. to the only damn story that I have for the podcast today, that would be the Oakland Raiders mandatory mini camp. We have to talk about it because there's a lot that we saw. Just like every other Raider fan, Raider Greg has great optimistic views on the possibilities of this new team and organization. Now going to the mini camp is a real eye opener, especially the first series with just the rookies. We have to understand that these guys have never played together. They've never played in the NFL, the rookies that is. And then on to the mandatory camp with all the veterans as well, which is not a whole lot. Let's keep in mind that this team has new coaches, Sperano, Olsen, just to name a few. The schemes are changing, and they're they're changing by the day almost, unlike Greg, take a dirt nap. Greg Olsen is adjusting the playbook for the players, really, not just blowing it out of his ass. He's approaching players with plays and adjusting them for the players' strengths. And this is how the playbook is developing. And knowing this, Raider Nation, you have to understand this is a new playbook, a new team, new coaches, you know, so you can't expect a Super Bowl team. I mean, really, come on. I would love it, but you really can't expect it. What I expect is improvement. And really, That is going to take some time. Let's be realistic here. So on to what I witnessed and what I saw. On a good note, Sperano looks very good. His line looks confident, and they're running these schemes, and they look good. I'll tell you, the offensive line uh, looks pretty damn good, especially for the power scheme. I think it's going to be good. McFadden looks very good. Matt Flynn, Tyler Wilson, and Terrell Pryor all blew one day and looked okay the next day, blue one day, looked okay the next day. A lot of drop passes from our wide receivers, Jacoby Ford, Kreiner. I mean, a lot. I mean, it's concerning if you look at it that way. It's concerning. Some practices were excellent. Some practices weren't. And you'll hear, or I'm sure you have heard, that the Raiders have a terrible chance because the talent is lacking on their team. I say, that's some bullshit, okay? And the reason I say that is we will have a team, Raider Nation, that will play 60 minutes of football. We'll have a team that gives 110% at every position. The reason I can say that is this team is young, it's fresh, and it knows that it's on notice you either put up or get out. The Raiders are tired of being the jokes of the NFL. That being said, you can see improvement all the way around. It's not going to take a one year. We all know that. So the expectation I have is all only this, that these players play to the best of their ability. And when you have a guy like Woodson, and let me just say this, Woodson takes no time off. He's in every play. He doesn't, you know, they don't coddle him by any stretch of the imagination. He is a consummate example of how he lasted 16 seasons and still is playing the game that he loves. And these youngsters are taking it all in. Let's listen to Woodson because this guy has matured. I like him. I really like the way he plays, man. He looks freaking great. And it will really improve our defense, our defensive backfield for show. What we got to say, Charles?
2: Talking to Charles Woodson, John Lund, Greg Popper here in the wheelhouse on ninety-five-seven. The game, your home of the Raiders, of course. Uh, I can't say he's new Raiders defensive back. He's not. No, he
0: was here before, Jeff. He's back. Four Pro Bowls, his first four years in the NFL.
2: Hi, Charles. Hey, how's it going, home What's hey. up,
0: Charles? Thanks for your time, man.
3: No problem.
2: So so what's it like being back? Is it a little weird?
3: Yeah, no, not really. I mean, it uh you know, I guess the the, the process of getting here was was kind of weird cuz I didn't think that uh, I'd ever get to that point. But then, you know, once it happened and I signed and I got back, I mean, it it, it really feels like I never left. You know what I mean? There's uh a lot of the same people here that were here, you know, as far as uh um that work here, you know, at the facilities. Of course, all the players are new um but other than that i mean it, it, it's the same same oakland
0: the one thing that was of familiar, kind of familiar yeah the one thing that was weird seeing charles on the field today is he's he's wearing this funny number like he's <laughs> back in michigan or something and i i was talking to charles about it and the coach walked by and said you got to get this guy 24 and he said we're we're uh, halfway there so <laughs> how soon before you get that that second digit and you get 24 back charles i
3: don't you know i don't know my uh I know my Michigan folks wouldn't think it looked funny. It looked funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah I, I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. It'll take a little time. But, uh, I mean, it, it'll work itself out eventually.
2: Come on. Tell Porter to give up 24. He doesn't have a connection to it. He was 22,
0: Tyron Jones would give him 22, he'd do it. Oh, right, so it's, oh it's, it's, I
3: know, yeah. I mean, there's a number he wants, a number I want. There's a number the other guy wants, so. That's, that's where we yeah. are right now, kind
0: You're, of in a log jam. By opening day in Indy, you'll be 24, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, uh, I want to ask you about playing free safety, because I was talking to you about that earlier, and it's just strange to see, and, you know, you are such a good tackler and so nosy and, you know, so good in the blitz game, playing so far from the line of scrimmage. Uh, tell me about your role on this defense, and will they give you the latitude to kind of roam around and just wreak havoc?
3: Yeah, i am get to, uh, well, I think I'll, I'll really get a chance to do a little bit of everything. Uh, right now I'm, you know, at the free safety and, uh, you know, I'm coming from a, a another system. So you come in and you got to, you know, kind of fine tune, you know, what you can fine tune at this point. So, you know, I'm learning a free safety position, but also keeping my eye on other positions. Um, and then as time, you know, progresses and, you know, I get a better feel for everything, you know, calls and checks and, and all of those things, and maybe move around a little bit more. But right now I'm focused on, uh, you know, the free safety position. Uh,
2: in regards, so much trouble in the defensive backfield last year for the Raiders. I know it's only OTAs and you run around in shorts, but but what are you seeing from the guys after a pretty big overhaul in the secondary?
3: I like it. Uh, I like the guys a, a whole lot that they brought in. You know, Tracy Porter is an accomplished corner. Mike Jenkins has been a starter in this league. Um they got young Hayden, who's not in right now, but uh, I've heard nothing but great things about him. And uh, I just think we have, you know, some, some really good corners, you know, in that back end, um, guys that know how to make plays. And that's the most important thing in the game is being able to, you know, have guys that can take advantage of situations and make the play. And I think we have that. So I look forward to playing with these guys, man. And uh, I think we'll have a lot of fun this year in that back end.
0: Uh, Charles, when you were in Green Bay uh, I know they they uh, converted you from corner to to safety, but how much free safety did you play versus strong safety with the Packers?
3: Um, I mean we kind of mixed it up a little bit. You know, I would I would you know play free sometimes. Me and uh, uh, Morgan Burnett, who's there, um, you know, we kind of just. Uh, you know, in games, we, we kind of exchange responsibilities some of the time. So sometimes I would be down in a box and, and uh, he'd be back free and and we'd switch sometimes. So um, I, I got a little bit of it. And so, you know, I, I just look forward to, you know, the opportunity of playing here and uh, make some play for the Raiders.
0: Yeah, and you may do that with Ty Branch where you guys could interchange a little bit in the deep secondary. But uh, <laughs> w- you were talking about the calls and the checks. And I saw you with the coaching staff this morning uh, going over – different formations and calling the right defense whether you know, it's the wide receiver formation or the offensive line or the personnel are, how much have you called the, the secondary uh, before in your career because the free safety has to do that you have to make sure everybody's lined up correctly
3: um, well really really, the, 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 the onus is really on the individual I mean this is a time when everybody everybody on the defense is trying to uh, make sure they know uh, what they do as far as their position is, is concerned and so you know, I'll, I'll make, uh, you know, calls to the corners and the, and the corner, you know, reciprocate that call back. But as far as um, knowing what you're supposed to do, I mean, it's really it's really on an individual because when things, you know, when you get into a game and it's loud, you know, sometimes they're not going to hear you. And, uh, you know, you might be focused in on, on what it is you have to do and you might not get your eyes to that corner. He might not get his eyes to you. So it, it's something It's important for each player, regardless of... Uh, who you talk to or who you see with that field to know what it is you have to do when things start moving around. How
2: are you different from the first time around? You were this young guy and, and, and now you're the veteran. How how are you different?
3: Yeah, just older. <laughs> you know, I mean uh I've been in the game a long time, you know, seen a lot. Um and I I just think uh, you know, with time, I think you, you get better, you know, at a lot of things. You know, I think you kinda slow down a little bit and um you know, I, I think, you know, as time's going on, man, I just, I, I, I continue to you know fall in love with the game and uh, enjoy it, you know, as much as I did the first day I stepped in here. So, um, again, I, I really, I really just appreciate the opportunity, you know, to be here, to have a chance to extend my career for a 16th season and uh, do it here in Oakland, the place where I started my career. And, uh, you know, being out here, practice with the guys, man, and running around and, And seeing what we have on this team, I'm really excited about
0: it. Yeah, it's amazing watching you now in your mid-30s, and you're going to be 37 in October from the young guy that I saw go to Napa that first year, and you were so skilled. I mean, you could lock down Timmy and Jerry in practice, and it was just easy for you. I remember talking to you when you were young, Charles, and you would talk about how you did not watch much film. You were not a film guy because Mm -hmm. you were so skilled. Mm -hmm. As As you've gotten older and maybe lost a step here and there, have you had to work more and study more film?
3: Well, I, I watch I watch uh, you know, more film because um I really I think I understand the game a lot a lot better. And so now, you know, watching film, I really know what it is I'm looking at. When I was when I was young, uh, and like you said, I was athletic and I mean it really didn't matter what anybody did, I could I could go out there and, and perform it and it, it really didn't matter. I mean, we played man to man anyway, so yeah. Was, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. That you was just a make sure your guy didn't catch the ball. But I think uh, now, you know, with uh, with playing so many different positions and being in position to make plays, now when I turn the film on, you know, you're looking at specific things and and looking at um, different spots where you can make your play at. So I think the film is, is, and it's not that I watch a whole lot of film, but the film that I watch is is quality film that I watch. And so I know what to look for, and uh, that's what's helped me, you know, make as many plays as I have.
2: Uh, you made a lot of visits. Uh, the 49ers were reportedly interested. Uh, Denver was talked about. The Giants, some other teams. Uh, how driven are you by the fact that a lot of teams basically thought that you couldn't play anymore?
3: Well, you know, it's, it's disappointing, you know, to to hear all the you know the rhetoric rhetoric about me as, as a player and, and not being able to do these certain things. Um, you hear a lot of that stuff in the media, you know, but then when you get to the team, they talk about you know how, how they you know, still think you can play, and they want you to do this and that. But, you know, so you, you hear all those things, all the negative stuff, you know, beforehand, but people know I can play, you know, football. So, you know, I try not to let that even really, you know, bother me too much.
0: You know, the, the one thing this football team needs, Charles, from you is your, your swagger. You're you're, you're Michigan, I got a Heisman swagger. Now that you've gotten older, I still want that young young cocky guy to have that swagger with this defense. Do you still have the, the, the Charles swagger?
3: Hey, man, I got swag
4: coming <laughs> out of my pores, man. <laughs> I know you do. So you, so you,
3: so you, won't, you won't have to worry about uh, you know what? You, was, you were standing close to me earlier today, so I'm sure a little bit probably. No, I,
0: on you, so. you swaggered me out. But, <laughs> but, but, but I, I, don't you think some of the young guys need that? They need a little bit of your bravado, a little bit, of, especially on defense.
3: Yeah, you, well, you know, you know, that comes with um, understanding, you know, what it is you have to do you know, and, and being in position and making the plays that are out there for you to make. And, and that, that kind of, that kind of comes, you know, when you have that, when you start gaining that confidence in what you do and, uh, and gaining confidence in yourself as a player, you know, that, that kind of, it'll come out, you know, and if you have it, you have it. And some guys won't and they won't have the They won't have the swag. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out, you know, as the season goes on, you know, how that's going to play out. But, uh, I think we'll be we'll be okay. I think we have some guys, you know, on this team, man, that, that have plenty of
0: that. Yeah, and 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 they and they obviously want you to be a playmaker. How much latitude right. now? You're, when you're, I know the defense will be different from play to play, but how much latitude if you see a certain formation now playing corner, you could drive on that route and try to make a play and pick it. But playing free safety, you have other responsibilities on the back end. Will you have the latitude to see something because you're so instinctive? You have the great skill, mm-hmm. but you also saw the game a half a play. Earlier, when they were lining up, will you have the latitude to pull the trigger like the guy with the long hair in Pittsburgh and go blow it up and make a play?
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I have to, you know. Um, and, and you try not to, you try not to compromise the defense, you know. Um, and, and, and you try to, like I say, pick your pick your spots when you can do it. But I mean, if you see something and, and you know, you know, ninety nine point nine percent. Sure that is going to happen. I mean, you got you got to pull the trigger. So I'm, I'm sure uh, the coaches uh, would be fine with that. And uh, you know, and if, and if I'm wrong, then we'll move on.
0: Just be right.
2: Yeah. Just be right. That's, right. Right.
3: That's right. <laughs> right.
2: right. Right. Hey, before we let you go, how cool was it that all the Raider fans came out to the facility? And I I think I read a quote. Where you said you were afraid not to sign.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know what might have happened had I had I came out and gave the thumbs down. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I made the right decision on that. But that was, that was, um, you know, that was, uh, really unexpected. You know, I had kind of got wind, you know, before it was going to happen. But I mean, you, you don't know it's going to happen until it happens. So when I got out here and i seen all the fans out here that were really here all day, um, I mean, it just gave me, you know, a really good vibe about the whole situation, man. and, And being here and talking to the Raiders and then, you know, finally getting the deal done. So... Um, you know, to the Raider Nation, man. Appreciate all the support, man. I'm tell you, we're gonna have some fun this year.
0: You're it's back fantastic. home. You're back where you belong, man.
2: Well, welcome back. No we, we appreciate the time. Thanks, Charles. No problem. Hey, thank you.
0: Take care, Charles. You got There you go.
5: Just curious as to what your your observations have been for the, the, the mandatory camp, the way the team's going about business. You've been with the Packers, a team that's gone about their business and won a lot of games. What do you see here so far?
4: Well, I see. Uh, here, I really see guess probably a a new attitude from where they where they've been previously um you know you have a a head coach who's in his second year and uh you know he's trying to um establish you know that winning mindset around here um defensively we have a you know a bunch of new guys in who who weren't here last year and don't know about you know the, the the troubles from last year so bringing a lot of new guys in um and just trying to set the tone uh, for the guys out there on the practice field as far as, you know, our work ethic and making sure that every play you're out there, you know, busting your tail and and playing um, like you're gonna win every game, you know, because nobody's gonna give us a shot, you know, this year to do anything. But uh, for us, if we come out and practice um, in a way that's, that's gonna, you know, help us go out there and win games it won't really matter what anybody else says you know it'll be about what we do out here on the field so you know i see uh coach allen you know coming out here and emphasizing that every day you know that it's about this team and it's going to be about how we work you know that's going to determine how our season's going to be
1: you see even charles gets it and he's trying to say it in a very delicate manner because players hey man you can't step on anybody man that's how it is it's a profession these are your peers they're your co-workers, man. You got to stay tight with these guys. You make a team. When practice becomes perfect, when practice becomes second nature, when practice becomes unbelievably polished, then you know you can go out on the field and kick some ass. We're far from that now, folks. Charles knows it, but he does see potential. I mean, we got a good defense to start. I think we'll do okay. We just have to get these coaches to coach these players and get this playbook a little bit seasoned and not so fresh because we got to see what works and we got to see what doesn't. I mean, with the negative press, I mean, there's a lot of negative press. And, yes, I mean, the quarterbacks had difficulty and the wide receivers and sometimes the running backs. The defense had a good day. They had a bad day. This is expected. What do you want from a new team? BSPN, you know, all the mainstream media is giving us no props, and I don't care. I don't need them now. We'll get them because we'll earn them, and we'll earn the right to shut them up, and that will be priceless. I think the coach said it pretty well, and I agree with him, really. I like this team i like this team because they're putting the effort out i like this team because they're young there's no slugs and they're going to see a hundred percent effort for the entire time these guys are on the field that will be refreshing i'm telling you right now listen to coach allen what he's got to say man because uh i think he says it pretty well
6: all right guys hey listen uh you know, first of all, I'll just say that I thought this was good camp. I thought OTAs, uh, I thought we I thought we improved. I thought we got better. Um, I like this football team. Uh, I like their mentality. I like where we're at. I like the way they're working. Um, obviously, we're going to give them some time off uh, before we go to training camp, but uh, I think we're all anxious to get there, uh, get the pads on, and, and really see what we got. So uh, with that, I'll open it up to questions.
5: Anything surprised you about?
6: Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know if I don't know. Surprised? I mean, I, I've been I've been pleased with uh, the work that these guys have put in, and uh, you know, obviously we're not the finished product. We we still got a lot of improvement to get to do, but uh, I wouldn't say that's a whole lot different than you know any of the other 31 teams. Um, but I like their I like their mentality, uh, and I like the way that they work. What
5: was the, the message that you left them with?
6: Well, I haven't left them yet, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in there and meet with them and, and you know reiterate some of the things I'm telling you guys. I mean, uh, I like this football team. Uh, I like the players that we have on this team, and um, I'm excited to see what they can do once we get into training camp. How
5: about in terms of what's expected of them during their time
6: off? Well, yeah, I mean, we we spoke to them a little bit this morning about that, and and uh, we all understand that we put a lot of work in into this, and. Uh, you know, this is a time of year that, you know, we got to mind our P's and Q's and make sure that we do the right things, uh, come back to training camp uh, in shape, uh, come back to training camp mentally and physically ready to go. This is obviously a big year, for, an important year for Darren McFadden. Is he approaching this different? Have you seen a different Darren McFadden out there? You know, I, I don't know if I'd say I see anything different out of Darren. I mean, Darren's always been a guy that's come in and worked. Um, and, uh, uh, one thing we have addressed with him a little bit is, is uh, you know, and something that we've talked a lot about is the leadership role on the team uh, and helping that locker room. And, and uh, uh, I've seen him do a nice job in that regard.
4: In terms of the guys who've
5: been injured and haven't big part in camp, are there any of those guys you're concerned about being ready for the start of training camp? Or
6: no, I anticipate everybody being ready to go. Have you seen something in this three days that you were saying to yourself? I want to make sure that we. Uh, th- th- it may have altered or maybe influenced how you approach the start of the regular camp. Yeah, I don't think there's been anything that, that's going to influence the way that we start uh, camp. Um, but I but I will say that, that, again, you know, we got a lot of change, a lot of turnover on this football team. And uh, the thing that I've been the most pleased with is, is the mindset of this team. And uh, uh, I know there's a lot of experts out there that uh, might think differently, but um, I like this football team.
5: What has uh, Greg Olson brought to the offense that you can see so far?
6: Well, I think he, he brings an element of creativity. Um, I like some of the things that they're doing. I think with him and Tony Sperano together in the run game, uh, I like what we're doing from that standpoint. Um, and, and he brings some—he uh, brings some enthusiasm and brings an air of confidence to the to the team.
5: Some of the couple of players remarked that he's constantly stopping them in hallways with, little, with ideas and different things that we might be able to do to get this one guy going, that kind of thing. Is there a difference sometimes between coaching in a way that, hey, these are our plays and this is what we run, and a, as opposed to a, having an offense that's sort of an evolving thing?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that's what great coaching is. Great coaching is adapting a scheme to fit the players that you have. Putting those players in the position to, to give them the best chance to have success. And, uh, uh, I think that that he's done a real nice job of that, from an offensive standpoint. Have
5: you seen specifically from the quarterbacks over the last
6: the month? Well, I think they've I think they've gotten better. Um, you know, I really do. And uh, um, you know, we're not where we need to be yet, uh, but we're not playing tomorrow. And uh, I think I, I feel good about where we're at uh, from a quarterback standpoint. Um, I think we got some different some different elements. Uh, at the quarterback position, I think all of them have their strengths, and uh, you know we got to try to put them in position to to utilize their strengths. Once uh,
5: you adjourn today, how much contact can you have legally with the players?
6: I mean, is there Well, we can ha- we can we can have contact, but but uh, uh, you know I think I think it's important this time of year. You know we're gonna we're gonna keep keep tabs a little bit and make sure we know where everybody is. But uh, you know at the end of the day, they got to get away a little bit too, uh, and. Uh, get get refreshed and get ready to go for training camp because it'll be a grind once we get there.
5: They go home with playbooks and DVDs and that kind of thing, or not?
6: Yeah, we generally keep that keep that stuff in house, but they got a lot of notes that they've taken over the you know course of the last 13 practices.
4: It's coaches, you guys take time off at this point?
6: Did yeah.
5: Were... It seemed from watching practice that between the last three days, almost like when you think of uh, two
2: days ago and today, just the quarterback play alone almost seems like night and day. Uh, they've like progressed in some way over the last three days uh, what do you attribute that to and
5: is that promising or...
6: I think it's continuing to get reps you know continuing to get the work and uh, uh, you know these guys have done a nice job all right and and you know we knew going into this from the very beginning not only with quarterback position okay because that seems to be the the focus of everybody but uh, with our football team um, you know don't worry about where you're at right now, just keep your head down, keep grinding, keep working, um, and if you keep doing that, you're going to get better, and and that's what those guys have done.
5: Yeah, so it looked like you spent, i don't know if it's a
6: extra time—but you, you seem to be at and with the defensive backs a lot. I know that you're at spot and all, but is that something that you are particularly addressing, or is it just happen Look like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, you know, you always go back home to mama, and uh, uh, you know, that's a spot that I got, a, I got a great passion for, and uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, in the secondary that uh, that's the most critical spot to make sure that you're you're on it, and uh, I got great confidence in the coaches that we got back there. I got great confidence in those players that we brought in here, uh, but that's a place that that uh, yeah, I've spent a little bit more time.
5: Dennis, with Murray out, this uh, mini camp extended look at Rashad Jennings. There, can you tell us what you've seen with
6: him? Well, I think I think up to this point he's done a nice job for us. You know, I mean, uh, he moves well. Uh, he's a big back. Uh, I think that the telltale will be, you know, when we get out in the into the pads and, you know, does he run like a big back in the pads? You know, and and that, you know, we'll find that out when we get to training camp.
5: Woodson having Woodson in the back in secondary, and now you've had a chance to really see him really get down with the, with the rest of the secondary. How, what difference is he making back there?
6: Well, I, you know, I said this when we signed him. I mean, he brings an air of confidence uh, to the whole group, uh, not just the secondary, but really the team in general. And and I think anytime you can have a player of that caliber uh, that still has a lot of football left in him and bring that into your team, into your organization, it, it, it fills your team with a lot more confidence. And, and that's one of the big things that I think he brings.
5: I noticed Jimmy's uh, Odeale getting a lot of run with uh, I saw him running with Matt Flynn and all that it seems to be on the first team hands team. He seems to be is he is he impressing?
6: Him? Yeah, he's done a nice job in the camp. You know, uh, he's really improved from from the end of last season to this point. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting him in training camp, and see where he's at.
5: Obviously, all positions are, are are competitive situations, but on the offensive line, aside from Deer and Wiz, can that shake out pretty much?
6: Yeah, a lot of you know, I mean. Uh, hey, listen, we all have ideas and thoughts of where we're at and, and, and kind of you, you have a vision of what you think it's going to look like. But really at the end of the day, you let the competition play out. And uh and and it'll tell you who should be in what positions. Uh, it always shakes out in the end. So, um, you know, I've been pleased with the competition, really, we've had throughout the football team. That was good. Thank you. Good. All right, thanks, guys. See you guys in training camp.
1: Now, there's been some bullshit going on. Talk about McKenzie and and Mark Davis having a feud and all kinds of other things going on behind the scenes. Let me tell you, man, there's no time for the drama, okay? Reggie's out there doing his thing. Mark's out there doing his thing. There is nothing but business. These guys are watching it happen. They're filming every minute. These coaches are coaching their ass off. And I think when we get into camp, we got a good start. That's what I said on my Facebook. I think we're putting a good step forward, and we need to just polish this thing up, man. Polish it up so we can get a decent core of players, a decent bunch of men that are a core that there is a place to build a team, a championship, a dominant, absolutely Raider-like franchise once again, where when we go someplace They know they've been in a fight because they played the Oakland Raiders. And that's what I'm talking about, folks. That's what I'm talking about. I think this team will do very well in the future. We're going to see some big-time effort, and I love that fact. And that is all I have to say about that. 1 800 620 7181. 1 800 620 7181. I know it's summertime. I know there's a long time between podcasts. I'm doing my thing, y'all. You know what I mean. But football is on, and it's on big time in just a few days. So if you got something to say, you best be saying it. (laughs) There's things popping, there's things happening. I'm loving hearing from the Red Nation. You guys know it. You guys enjoy your summer because I sure as hell am. Don't forget to hit our website, www.raidernationpodcast.com. You know, we have the best film of these training camp sessions. Uh, You know what? The camp sessions are awesome. You hear the coaches coaching. You see the intensity. Then you'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about. It's on our website, or you can hit us up on YouTube. Check it out. All right. First caller, the Razor City Raider from Gillette, Wyoming. What is going on, wilderness dude?
7: What's up, Raider Greg? What's up to the Raider Nation? This is the Razor City Raider coming at you from Gillette, Wyoming. I'm a first-time caller, a long-time listener. Just want to say I'm very excited for the upcoming season, and uh, I'm a Houston Rockets fan. So the youngest team in the league, there they made it to the playoffs. Hopefully these young buck. Raiders can get there as well. We'll see. Uh, I hope the Raiders are actually listening to this podcast, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, because they need to. They need to watch some film. I think they need to get some, you know, old beast mode in them, watching some Howie Long, some Jim Plunkett, Romanowski. You know, who's going to be the next Tim Brown? Who's going to be the next Gene Upshaw? How about some Art Shells? I mean, geez, who's going to be the next Romanowski? I don't know. Hopefully that's a... burris we'll see but uh how about some welcome back to C wood i think that uh, that's a good deal that he's back eight years on the team and he should have never left but it seems like a lot of good players leave the raiders and hit stardom somewhere else so we'll uh welcome him back seems like the raider fans welcome him back with open arms and hooting and hollering down there it's about it for me i'm just excited for the season got my NFL Fantasy League all going and ready to get started. Going to do the autograph football this year. Well, I would go for Run DMC, but we'll have to see how he does. I don't know if I need his autograph. I do want to say that, uh, Dennis Allen, you need to watch some Bobby Knight videos because at the end of the day, you look like a little bitch with a clipboard and visor. I just want to slap. Razor City Raider, and I'm out.
1: Good call, my man. Good call. By the way, Dennis Allen is a young coach, man. He got handed a whole bunch of responsibility and thought he could hang. Well, last year, he found out that it's tougher than it looks. So I hope, and our hope better be, that he straightens up this season. I think he's doing better in camp so far. He's more hands-on than he was last year by 100%. So I think Allen might get it together. I hope so, young team. Not going to the playoffs, my friend, but improvement most definitely. Thank you for the call, my man. Great call. And next, my very good brother, Raider Sid, from Moval. That's Moreno Valley. In the Inland Empire, what is happening, brother? What up,
8: Raider Nation? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Sid from Moval, i.e., Hey, you know what, uh, last call I made, I dropped a few F-bombs, sorry about that, got a little out of control, uh, that's cool, that's cool, but one thing I did like, you called me the Desert Raider, I think I'm going to take that. From now on, I will be known as Desert Raider. All right, you know what, I just read this bullshit article on Bleacher Report that the Raiders are going to end up being 2 and 14, that's bullshit, all right? You know what, we don't have the fucking players to to probably make it into the playoffs right now, and we've, we're changing a bunch of shit up, but that's a bunch of crap. Don't listen to it. You know what, you go out there, you kick ass, you compete, we're going to win some games. I'm not going to accept anything less than fucking 8-8. Eight and eight. And if we go below that, and that's just the fucking way it is, and we'll, well, here I go with the F-bombs again, sorry about that. Anyways, I just want everybody to compete and just kick ass, all right? Uh, another thing on my mind. You know, I was going to make a trip to Dallas to go watch the uh, Raiders pound on the Cowboys this year. But of course, it's on Thanksgiving, so that's obvious no. So, no road trip for me. I'm on lockdown, so uh, it's going to be a San Diego game for me. All right, so I wanted to take my wife. You know, she hasn't been to a Raider game since we were in the Coliseum in Los Angeles, so
4: it's been a while.
8: Got to get her back in there. All right, Raider Nation, you know what? This podcast kicks ass. The only thing keeping me going right now. Basketball sucks. Baseball sucks. Football kicks ass. All right. This is the Desert
1: Raider out. The Desert Raider. I like it, man. I like it. And you know what? I don't think 8-8 eight and eight is realistic, but it's a good look. I'd look at it, too. I think we're going to win a lot less, but we're going to play a lot better Uh, I know that doesn't sound right, but it is. I think so. The effort should be there every snap of the ball, or we're going to change another team next season. (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen, partner. But, yes, I appreciate all the props. I really do. The offseason is very short. Nowadays, they got a month off uh, with no activity. So it'll be kind of dry for a while. But before you know it, man, training camp up in the house. And you know you got to drag your wife up to Oakland, man. There ain't nothing like a home game. I know San Diego's close, but a home game? Come on, man. No pressure. (laughs) Thanks for the call, man. And next, we have a caller from the East Bay. That is Berkeley CA. What is happening, Raider (laughs) Lowe's?
9: Raider Greg, what's up? Is your boy Raider Los out here representing Berkeley, California? I uh, just wanted to give you a call and uh, want to know what's up with Jeff So Can't believe he actually lost some weight. I remember when he was first drafted, and me and you had a nice talk about him and how we were disappointed in the pick and about his mental capability about learning the game down at the old Berkeley downtown YMCA. Uh, yeah, so just wanted to call in and tell you that you're doing a great job, man, and uh, tell the Raider Nation to keep faith with Mackenzie, man. He's doing good things, and uh, give him some time, you know. I'll see news him out in uh, Baltimore. He's been there for a while, and he's done some good stuff. And also a lot of GMs that are with good teams have been in the league with the same team for a while. So patience is the key, my friend. And I'm out. Raider Lowe's, Berkeley, California, representing Oh, Raiders.
1: There you have it, man. That's proof again that Raider Greg was not a Jamarcus Russell fan at all. Not from the beginning, not before he got drafted, and when he got drafted, I was like, oh, brother. And here we are. And there he is. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it, my Berkeley brother. And next, a caller from Iowa. That's right. That's Ritter Kegs up in the house, up in here. What's happening, brother?
10: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what up? It's Raider Keg calling from Iowa. First-time caller, man. The Raider fan since ripping it up with Bo Jackson and Techno Super Bowl. Matter of fact, representing Raiders out here in Iowa with a tattoo on my left calf. And let me tell you, I got that shield on my left calf, and I'm wearing my shorts again. Pretty, pretty excited, man. Chuck Woodson, get back. And that was the fumble, by the way. We all know that. Uh, man, it's off-season season Looking pretty good. I think we got a future with uh, definitely with Wilson coming in, sitting there kind of like what Matt Flynn did with Aaron Rodgers. You know, Wilson kind of sitting there learning it. Man, I think he's going to be our franchise quarterback for many years. You know, let's be honest, uh, them donkeys out there got it set up, probably going to take the division. Man, I'm, I think we could do 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, My boy D-Mac, man, I've been picking him up every year in that fantasy league last year. I had that second pick in the first round for D Max, and that didn't work out so well. But uh, I think he's gonna get back on track. You know, got that blocking scheme that he likes. Eight and eight, and just kind of build off that this year. Wait, ready for that Madden 25 to come out, so I can just rip it up. And uh, can't wait, can't wait. Might even, might even get that Sunday ticket, so I can watch that. Radar Nation. The greater Kegs from Iowa. There's...
1: Well, brother, I agree with the Wilson situation. He's the quarterback of the future. I've seen him. He looks really good. He could be there sooner than you think, but that will tell in time. Now, as far as the franchise doing the eight and eight, man, I'm saying if we get six, we will be in great shape. Six. I'm thinking five, maybe four. Realistic, man. That's all I'm saying. But uh, I hope we do eight. If we do eight, that would be a miracle this season. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks for being Raider Nation. And, hey, save some money. Get on out here to Oak Town. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing like the black hole, brother. And next, we have a video phenom. Let me tell you, man, Mikey Raider. He goes on a rant on YouTube. Check him out, Rada Central. What's happening, brother?
11: What's up, Raider Nation and Raider Nation podcast? It's your ultimate Super Raider fan, Mikey Raider from Raider Central. Wanted to represent and tell you you're doing a hell of a job out here with the podcast. We love you, Raider Greg. Keep doing your thing. I want all the Raider Nation out there to get on YouTube to rep your Raiders, make videos, because as you know, the media hates the Oakland Raiders. So you gotta make your own content, your own digital media for the Raider Nation to feed. Make funny videos, make news videos, make any type of videos you want, as long as you're repping the Raiders. Make talk shows, make podcasts. Let the media know that the Raider Nation is alive and well and we're multiplying daily. All right, it's your boy Mikey Raider thing. Remember, you can't spell Oakland without the L.A. Raiders, and you can't spell Raiders without the L. Love you, Raider Greg. Keep doing your thing. Mikey
1: Raider It's just laying it down for everybody, man. Listen, the the mainstream media gives us no love. That's no surprise. We don't get love until we deserve love, and that's what I've been saying for a long time. We got to create our own love, which we already do. Very misunderstood. <laughs> for show. Sure. Raider Nation, thugs, prisoners, convicts, whatever. So check it out, man. Mikey Rada, Rada Central on YouTube. Check him out and uh, check out the fact that you could do it yourself. Spread the good news, man. Get on the Twitter. Get on the Facebook. Get on the Raider Nation. There's millions of us out there. All you need to do is connect. We got some serious power, folks. And wait till this team turns around. It's going to be crazy up in here. Thank you for the call and the props, my brother. All right, Red Nation, the next time we'll be talking to you, most likely going to be the training camp phenom unless something comes down in Oak Town. Yes, Randy and I are again this season going to training camp when just the media is allowed. We're going to give you the inside tip, what's going on, what we see, and what you should be looking for with the 2013 Oakland Raiders. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, be safe. Be good humans. It's summer. Have some fun. This football is right around the freaking corner. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.